swing of things. It's Back been into a minute. the swing. It feels like it's been forever. It's weird, like a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's only life, been two weeks, right? <laughs> a couple of weeks in life don't feel like any time at all, but a couple of weeks of not doing this show feel like a fucking year. It really does feel like it's been a fucking long ass time, dude. Like seriously though. Good to see you, bud. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Good to good to see you. Good to see you hanging, chilling. Doing your thing. There, there we go. I don't want to look at myself. Yeah, you know, no, I end up fucking looking at myself. I don't look at you when we talk. It's yeah, weird. Maybe I should do that too. Huh? I'm the best, man. I'm gonna try that today. It's free. Well, give you, first, first, let's let's give you a background. Let's give you some. Let's let me give you something to look at. Oh shit, a little different. Sorry, here's my office chair roll and like stops. It's like it's coming. I was, I was doing like some. Uh, I was I was doing a bass riff of my own. How'd it go? You know, it was uh, it was it was good. Did you get applause riff. from the fake fake I audience? Did. I did. <sighs> Thank you. Hold Thank you. Your, please hold your applause. I'm Thank not you, finished. Thank you, I live here full time. I'm gonna be here all the time. I work from home too, so I pretty much never leave this room. <laughs> I'm going fuck crazy. Please send help. <laughs> help me. Uh, that's one thing that I just, you know, I like. Have you seen that guy? The, oh, talk the, the trash dump, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that guy. He's got like 350 worth of like million worth got, of Bitcoin yeah, or whatever he, on there. He's literally like he he like his whole life is like excavating this trash dump. Good luck, bro, because you're never gonna one, you'll never find it. Two, probably be fucking destroyed and won't work. Dog, he's like a modern day Moby Dick. Like, I'd be looking for the white way I love me hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sea of garbage. <laughs> Fucking sailing his throwing spears around. Like, there she goes. Who's that? Oh, that's Steve. He's been looking for that hard drive for like a decade. What a terrible existence. What if he found it already and didn't realize it? Yeah, what if he finds it? Look, dude, you just said. What if he finds it? is impeccable. A lesson on comedic timing. Oh, for everybody that's unaware, he's just muted his microphone because he's dying. <laughs> I literally coughed myself into a sweat. 
Watching I'm you like, cough with no I'm sound like, is hilarious, bro. <laughs> Good thing this isn't a video show, eh? <laughs> Put a green screen behind uh, me and like fucking Photoshop a bunch of cocks in. Look, he's sucking a dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Afro cocks. Big old Why not, Afro dog? Cocks. Why not? Why not, homie? Well, it is 3.09 p.m. here, Sunday, December 19, 2021. Welcome back to episode 61 of the fucking A podcast. I'm your host, the Constantinian Amphibian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Dan. We're back. We're back, uh, buddy. What, what, wait, not even worthy of a fucking name this time? That's, no, you're just Dan. That's fucking just rude Dan. as fuck. Nah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm ready to blast off, blaze trails. You know, I'm ready to direct... The comedy goodness to your ears. We're back. It's two weeks off of refreshing respite, I think. It's good to respite. see you. It's good to see that, you again. I know that word. I don't use that word very often, but it is good to see you, too. It is good to see you. How you been living, homie? Doug. How you been, fam? I've been good. I'm yeah. back. I'm back. We had to take a little bit of time off there. I had to take a, had to take a detour. Went down to Nashville for a little bit. I was going to say, how was the trip? Just before the world shuts down again. Yeah, Matt made a Matt made a little vacation. You have incredible vacation timing, by the way. You always seem to manage to slip right under the radar. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Like, if I'm an asshole for doing that, and it's like, am I bringing Omnicron back with me, or am I like a smart <laughs> one that's getting getting away before? Fucking- <laughs> Maybe it's you. Maybe you're me. spreading the whole virus. I mean, Maybe. rude, first of all, but also, I mean, it's nice that you made it back so safely. Yeah, really? it is. Yeah, so I went down to Nashville for my 30th birthday. Uh, the girlfriend surprised me. Had a great fucking time. But yo, when we landed, bro, landed right into some fucking hurricane shit. So we landed at like 6 o'clock, and then... Just the tornadoes, right? Yeah, bro. So we landed at uh-huh. 6 o'clock p.m. We had left like early that morning. We'd spent all day in transit. We were kind of tired. So went down to the hotel bar. They had live music at the hotel. It was perfect. So we just nice. got a little bit of food, had a couple drinks, like nothing crazy at all. Like Wait, nine... live music, let me guess, twangy acoustic country music? Yes, four of them. And they each would take turns and then would nice. play songs together. And then like one person in the crowd was like, I love you, Brad. And if I bet like, a dollar on that, I made a dollar and one cent in return. Absolutely. The best part life. was the fact that we had figured out that this girl in the crowd was loved this dude and was dating this guy on stage. And then oh. he, he goes on a tangent about how he's got a daughter with another woman and how it's the most important thing in his life. And all of a sudden she got quiet. It was, it was, it was great. <laughs> it's great. It's a little awkward. Crushing dreams, man. Uh, but anyway, so yo, so we get there, we go down, we go to some live music and then we go to bed at like nine 30, 10 o'clock. Like we were fucking wiped. We're like, we're going to party the rest of this weekend. I'm exhausted. We go to bed. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Three 30 in the morning hits. We get like an Amber alert on our cell phones. Like when a kid goes missing in Ontario, like, so I grab that shit and it's like tornado warning. Look at her. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Then outside they hear the war sirens going off the Oh shit. Tornado warning. Please seek shelter. Wow. What the fuck, man? So open the blinds. The entire sky is just lighting up with lightning. Just poof, 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 poof. Boof, every two seconds. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? So we're, you know, we're deciding if we want to be Darwin, you know, award recipients and stay on our 12th, 12th story, uh, you know, hotel room, or if we want to kind of go downstairs. And right as we're like laughing about that, the hotel PA kicks in, says, hey, guests, uh, please come down to the main lobby to seek refuge. There is a tornado warning. Yada. So we were like, all right, fucking put our clothes on, went downstairs. Bro, we get down there. The reason, like, we were safe, everything was fine. It luckily didn't hit us too bad. But the reason I bring it up specifically is because, Yo, the locals 
could not have given less of a fuck, dude. Yeah, they probably they, they probably have been through this. They're like, yeah, it's nothing. Like nothing. I'm watching the news. Look, it killed a hundred people west of us. We're good. Like, we're yeah, like go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> what are we? We're not Kentucky. Like it's Tennessee. Fuck. Fuck, man. Yeah. So that was just like as a as an outside person, that was fucking crazy. But just like how calm the regulars were, dog. Like this security guy kind of came by and was like, "Yo, the worst has passed." Not hitting us. That's You're why I good. feel like Go you have to, to like, you got to respond. You got to mirror the locals, right? Like Absolutely. at first you're like, oh, oh shit. And then they come around to be like, no, nah, it's good. And like, all right, I, I'm following you because you're from here. Yeah. If they're like screaming and like hiding under tables. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'd be like, okay, shit, we're going to get fucked up, Haley. <laughs> get down, get down. People are just like, sir, it's, it hasn't been a real tornado here in years. Like, it's okay. Uh, so I was going to say, you, uh, you, you get the thing on your phone. And you didn't immediately go on the internet and complain about having your phone vibrate. Yeah, I just went right on was. Twitter and was like, I fucking woke up at 3.30 in the morning. I don't care how many of you died. I didn't die. Let me sleep. <laughs> I'd rather die in this tornado than be woken up by a fucking text. So admirable is, of you. It is a goddamn annoying sound, though, bro. Like, we got hit with it the first time, and they sent another one. And even I was like, all right, like, I get it. <laughs> it's true. They do kind of get you like a multi-layer, like... You know, I mean, shit, they want to make sure you're not fucking dying in your sleep. So, like, I appreciate well, yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think there are probably people in certain places who were glad that they were like, "Oh shit!" and like read their text messages. Absolutely, like, bro. Absolutely. I'm glad you made it back safe. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm man, glad I had a great were, time. I found out why refreshed. You know, I find out why property is so expensive in Toronto. Fuck. So I go to the Titans game, right? And I'm sitting beside right. this guy. And he's like, oh, I'm like, yo, what's up? Like, we're just watching the game. Like, having the normal chit-chat for regular fucking people, yeah. right? Like, oh, this guy's shit, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Toronto. He goes, oh, no shit. I just bought some property up there in a place called Mississauga. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dog, you bought Mississauga. So, like, you're telling me you got multiple properties in a place that you can't even pronounce the fucking name? Like, it's good to know. Some, some people on the reservations feel. Yes, it's like white people come in, they're like, oh, this is beautiful. And it's like bracing themselves for like, here, they, they're going to pronounce the name of this place. Fucking hell. Is anybody yeah, saying just, it right? Like, <laughs> no, not even close. But you're here to buy something, so I'm probably going to be polite yes, to you. Yes, Deborah, that's correct. Yes, Deborah. <laughs> so how does it feel? 30 years old, you're now in the club. Uh, I went through my existential dread in the summer. Mm-hmm. You? reporting from the front lines of your of your newfound age i'm genuinely excited for my 30s like i was worried about it until i talked to my uncle and he kind of like changed my perspective a little bit because it's true like he's like man the 30s were my best decade like i had my shit settled i actually had money in my pocket and like didn't have the stress of like my college debt and shit like that like i was able to do what i wanted and i was like yeah you know what fair enough man fair enough fair enough the decade of freedom uh, it doesn't feel that way politically and, and fucking, you know, uh, the, medically. The state of the world, the state <laughs> of the world in general may not reflect that, but on a, on a micro scale, you yeah. know, let's say it's a gangdemic outside, bro. <laughs> Red and blue keeping us down. So here we are. We're back two weeks off Two elite podcasting personalities that we are. I, I, I got an email this week from, from time magazine. Believe it or not, dude, they, they, it just said, quote, it just went, boys. Oh, they had to, they had to clear. Boys, they had to clear the air. They had to clear the air, okay? Because I, I emailed Time Magazine, and they're like, I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck's this? Like, your person of the year is Elon Musk. Like, what, what's going on? And they emailed back, and they're like, boys, don't worry. 
you know, he's on the cover and we gave him the whole piece, but, but the real people of the year, it's you two, the <laughs> two of you. Like, it's just cool. I mean, it's nice to be appreciated, you know, even if nice nobody actually respect. does. Yeah. Even if we're not actually getting the respect, it's nice to figuratively. I mean, my cyber vehicle and my spaceship that I built, you know, actually, that yeah, I, I bought. this is what I'm talking about. So. They didn't even, you know. Like they weren't even like check out Matt's wicked rocket ship and his fucking that's person, in a different like, magazine crafted <laughs> in the depths of your own home. This new electronic vehicle, you know, they don't even show up to your door. Like you're so humble, dog. Like you don't you don't tweet, you don't boost, you don't inflate your own stock price for no reason. Like, you know, you're you're humble. I'm just I grind in the dark, bro. I grind yeah. in the dark. Yeah. World needs more people like you, man. Ray Lewis taught me, you know, grinding is my rest. But uh, you don't brag about it. You got to be humble until you stab somebody and then you find God. Right. Coincidentally, of course. Right. That's yeah. things aren't related. God spoke to me in the jail cell after I murdered somebody. I think I think if I killed somebody, I'd probably start finding Jesus pretty fucking quick, too. (laughs) (laughs) So Elon Musk is a time person of the year. Person of the year. Really? I like I know I, I saw I saw, but like really? Like really? Now, okay, here's the thing. Somebody so I, I did read somebody on the internet clarified that person of the year is not a like it's not supposed to be morally directed, right? It's not like the great the nicest person on earth of this year. It's not it's like the most impactful human being is supposed mm. to be how it's interpreted. Which even still I'm like, maybe, but also what? Okay. Help me out. I can't, I, mean, I, I can't figure out why. Okay, who would you put as time person that you're over top of him? I don't know. Nobody, because this species, yeah, again, has proven to suck ass. It's been a shit like, year, bro. But I still think it was cool of them to, to, to give us sort of like the, you know, the, the clandestine, like, secret people of the year magazine talk. Because so. they know what it is. They know yeah. who they got to. They know their fan base. They just just like gotta, our listeners, right? Just like, our, just like the show, just like the people who show up every week to, to join us in this comedic conversational fun time that we have. I mean, they know. And it's nice that time magazines on board. Finally, finally. Now I have a letter here. It's arrived in my mailbox. um, Last week. Handwritten address, by the way, with my address, just to resident. Of course. Resident. I opened it up, which is like, which is exciting, right? You get a piece of mail. First of yeah, all. but when it's labeled resident, you know it's yeah. it's going to be a little bit. But impartial. handwritten, handwritten, like resident okay. was like, huh? But right. handwritten kind of brought me back into like, mm, okay. Balanced on the scales of justice. Dear neighbor, my name is Sean, and I live in London. I am a volunteer engaged in a worldwide Bible education work. Ah, Christ, of course. No, Christ. literally, Christ. <laughs> literally, you got it. <laughs> you got it. You know. Oh, it. Christ. The purpose of my letter today is to share with you a Bible-based hope that is dear to my heart of a better world soon to come. We all wish the world would be a better place. I am convinced the following promise will come true soon. Perhaps you've heard it before. He then quotes uh, Micah 434. I don't know what that means. Like like section four, verse three. Sounds like a Jay-Z album. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let our listeners fill in that quote because I know they're all versed in uh, uh, the ways of the Bible. Imagine a world without hot war, hunger, crime, or fear. This may sound too good to be true. Really? It is. It is. For the record, it is. For the record, is. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, I completely understand why many feel that way. That's good, too. Right? He's, he's empathizing with his audience. 
helping, you know, help us relate. Oh, where's audience now, eh? Right. <laughs> it's got a platform, I see. The anonymous mailboxes. He drops his letters in. But I let me assure you that there are good reasons to trust in this promise. Would you like to know what these reasons are? Please scan this QR code to find oh, more. Oh, no, dog. You trying to tell me the fucking Jehovah's Witnesses are coming by with QR codes now? I think they are. I think they are. I saw an 18-wheel truck uh, last week that had one on the back of it, which raised so many questions. How are you supposed to scan that QR code when you're driving on the highway? It's it's like (laughs) hiring drivers, hiring drivers, and instead of it like a phone number, it was like, scan this code. I was like, how are you going to do that? Like, you're supposed to be walking down the street because you're unemployed. And then you, you as it stopped at a light, you know, you, you like, take a quick oh, photo. Shit. Take out my smartphone. Quick scan. Yo, man, restaurants, the menus are like that now. Everywhere, yep. dog. What happens if you, like, don't have a phone? I guess there's people that still don't have Nobody phones, right? doesn't have a phone. Even, like, even like the less fortunate? I, there's, a, there's a guy who panhandles at the intersection a block from me. He's got a smartphone. <laughs> okay, I should laugh at that. Like, you Jesus. live in Toronto. You've seen that all the time. There's all sorts of people downtown who are homeless, still have phones. True. Like, and because there's no other phone really besides getting a shitty Android or an old iPhone, really, like you can still get those. Yeah, they just run off Wi-Fi. Just got to get the initial phone and then don't have a don't have a data plan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, QR codes of the future. I think we just need to like print one for the show and just paste it on every surface oh trust me they, the people have done that already with other podcasts oh, um, I, bet. I, I found one for come rocket which is a nice subscription-based hentai service it's all over all over the eaton center like the doors to queen subway station i mean <laughs> you don't have i mean it's in the name right <laughs> it's like this show like they don't they don't lie when you're getting right up front this is come rocket <laughs> come rocket <laughs> the fuck are you fucking around for man like why would we lie? Why would we give it some weird name like like Midnight Theater or some shit like that? Like, nah, come That's, rocket. Just get on rocket. board. Blast off. Take off. Blast off. <laughs> Yo, did you uh did you do your Spotify rap this year? Did you check that out? Uh no, I didn't. You didn't? I didn't really, care. Eh? I didn't care enough. And because also I didn't use Spotify enough this year, really, I think. So uh, I use it for my podcast now. So I listen to it a bit more. Uh, but because yes. of that, and I haven't listened to as much because I'm listening to books and shit. Top artist, can you guess? Uh, Gucci Mane. No. Good guess. Um, same. Wait, am I in the same like vein? No. No. Like, or uh, am I in the way out of left field? Way out of left field. Uh, was it like Bo Burnham's inside? Because I know nope, a lot of people had good, that. Up that's there. a good. That's a good guess, but no, it wasn't. It's Cooking Soul. It's Cooking Soul. Re- uh, no, okay, yeah, for you. I see you're always you're on my like time activity. Background. Yeah, the reason I bring it up music. is because I came across this Reddit post and the dude okay. was talking about, you know, if it was possible that he could be the top listener of an artist, like how and did, does Spotify tell you like you're the number oh, one listener? Okay, so here's here's a post. Who is the top listener? Does Spotify identify you as the top listener of an artist? Do they even do this? And if so, name the artist and time spent listening to their jams. Yada, yada. Well, this guy replies. This is where it comes in. He goes, okay. I don't think they go lower than 0.0001%. I tried to be the number one listener of Silver Sun Pickups this year and just had it constantly playing. <laughs> I accumulated 383,434 minutes and was still told 0.001%. So, yeah, I, 
I think it's safe uh, to say they don't go lower. <laughs> this guy did a social experiment where he listened to the same band for fucking 333,000 right, right, hours. Hold on. First of all, first of all, Minutes, I mean, whatever. there's got to be something better to do with your time. Secondly, saying, do you think that's a cover story for a guy who's like, I did an experiment where I listened to it, and it's not like, I have literally listened to this album 900,000 times. I've year. collected the hair of the lead guitarist. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's got pictures on his walls of all the people, like... <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> With a date beside them. So are you so are you in the top point zero 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 one percent of Cook and Soul? No, I was top one percent though. So I'll take oh, that. Fucking take elitist. That. I know, right? Matt's in the top. Look 1%. at all my money. You're gonna actually get kicked off this podcast now, unfortunately. But yo, dude, the other sick thing about the fact that I went to the Titans game, I got to see Urban Meyer's last football game as a professional coach in the NFL. Uh, I mean, Shut that man out and kick them out. For anybody that doesn't know, and even my girlfriend knows because I filled her in because it's fantastic stuff. Urban Meyer, super, super, super successful college football coach. Yeah. Tried to make his way into the NFL and coach there. It didn't go so hot. <laughs> and I think that's putting it lightly. Like he arguably is the worst coach of all time with how bad it went. Uh, not even like results wise, like, like, Personality-wise, he maybe is the worst professional football coach ever. So, so what did this guy do? Total. Okay. Fucking hired Tim Tebow, a guy who had been retired from the NFL for like five years and also was like not even working Brought him in to play a position he had never played before. Completely fucked up shit. To be a leader of men in the locker room, which didn't go well. The the entire season was was centered around the the Ohio thing. So he went... He, he, when he was a college football coach, he, he, spent a brief, he spent a period with Ohio State University, which is like a massive public institution. And I mean, like OSU is like a fucking powerhouse in America. Like it's, a, it's like a 50,000. Yeah, it's like 50,000 students. It's massive. So they, what are they? So he goes to Ohio for the game. They play Cleveland. the Cincinnati Bank or Cleveland or Cleveland Cincinnati or someone like that. Right. And he tells his team after they get their ass kicked, like, I'm going to hang out and see family because he's like from Ohio, right? He's like, I'm going to spend a little quality time with my family and then come home tomorrow. Which for anybody that's not versed in football, a head coach not flying back with the team never happens. Like ever, especially after get their ass kicked. And that's a good excuse to be like, hey, I don't get, uh, we live in Florida. I don't get to come up here that often. Like I'm going to see my grandchildren or whatever he said. And yeah, he played granddaddy. All right. Like... (sighs) So he went to, it, it ended up being that he got spotted at a college bar in Ohio, like finger blasting, like some girl's butt, some co-ed's butt crack. Like this guy's like 60, right? All like, on tape. And this guy is a legend in Ohio. Like most famous, this would be like Nick Nurse in Toronto going to a club and finger banging an 18 year old. <laughs> and it'd be like surprised that somebody saw him. Yeah. It was, it so was some high-class shit. This is also why his, while his wife was babysitting their kids and he told them that he was, like, doing family yeah. stuff with the team. I mean. But he's, no, he's out at the bar finger-blasting a girl's asshole. Then, then, comes back. The team's shit, by the way. Absolutely yeah, horrible. Yeah, they just lose, they lose every game for, like, a month and a half. And then, Tons what is of it, like, the problems. two weeks or so, right? Like, the last two weeks before he got last fired. Two weeks. Like, yeah. All this stuff comes out about how everyone hates his ass. Like he's a fucking then, dickhead. And the and best then, story of all comes out. Yeah. The, the kick is a guy who was kicking for them in training camp in August comes out and says that the, this guy, the coach kicked him at practice one day. What does he say? He's like, you're missing your fucking kicks. Dumbass. <laughs> like quit <laughs> missing your kicks. Dipshit. Dip is what shit. he said to him. And then kicked <laughs> the kicker. This guy kicked the professional kicker. Kicked the grown man. 
bro. Imagine like going up to a dog and biting it and like, like, yo, what do you think? The dog, like, I don't know why Josh Lambeau didn't fucking boot his ass right back. Like, who the fuck do yeah. you think you are, man? He's probably like, I, this guy's my employer. Like, so next, mo- like- next morning they go down like for like, they're at the breakfast thing or whatever in the, in the training facility and he's getting his food and Urban Meyer comes by and looks at him and says, how about a smile? And the kicker responds, he's like, I'd stop, I, like, I'd smile more if he stopped kicking me. And then Urban Meyer's response was like, I'm the head ball coach. Like, I can kick whoever the fuck I want. Like, don't ever speak to me right, like okay. that. Okay, so again, for our listeners, before, before he got fired, a- after that, he also apparently had, like, a meeting with the other coaches, like, oh, my God, ago, yes. Where, like, he basically, the team sucks, and everyone hates him, and he goes around to the room full of other, all the other coaches, and he's like, <laughs> you're all a bunch of pieces of shit who have never won anything. I'm like a fucking legend, man. Show I'm me your like, resume. Prove to me that you're a winner. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. Come on. You bunch ahead. of Prove fucking it. losers. I'm like a winner. Fucking yelling at them and shit. And surprise, he gets fired. I mean, who could have foreseen such an awful turn of events? Yo, once there becomes like union involvement and like, yo, you 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 struck an employee and shit. Yeah, it blew up real damn quick. I don't know how I don't know how a football coach gets away with like literally finger blasting like a girl a third of his age. When he's like, I'm seeing my grandkids. Like, that, to me, should have been probably it. Dude, when, like, the third most controversial thing you did was finger blast a girl's butthole, <laughs> like, you're probably not going to keep your job for very long. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's the most controversial thing. It's the best shit, yo. And I got to saw him get his ass it's blasted so, 20 to nothing. It's so audacious, like, the way he talks and shit to people. Like, who the fuck are you? I'm Urban Meyer. I've won championships. Win natties. Finger baddies. It's all about <laughs> Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. Everywhere he's gone turns Legend. to shit, bro. He had, like, the jailhouse team in Florida where they had, like, Aaron Hernandez, yeah, like a literal, a- like, serial murderer. A fucking, like, other uh, crazy-ass jailbirds. He had like heart. Oh, now you understand why this guy had like heart attacks when he was coaching because he's like he's this man's got guilt. He's holding guilt inside. Oh, you know that's not the first college he was baddieing up. You know what I oh, mean? Like, I mean that's why he. I mean visiting my grandkids, classic excuse, for right? Real. Like, yeah. oh, honey, I'm just gonna stay in town and see the grandkids. You no, can't see them though. You can't see them. You can go <laughs> home with the kids. I'm staying. Jesus, man. You watch the kids. I'm going to go see the kids, all right? That's what I'm telling the media. You know what's good. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, baby? (laughs) Uh, Legendary level of asshole. Like, Hall of Fame asshole. Hall of Fame asshole. Definitely, like, first ballot. I've never turned on a guy so quick in my life, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All your heroes turn up to be assholes. eh? Uh, I I got an amazing article for you. So... You know, we're always looking for new competitions to watch, you know, stay entertained. This is straight from the article. Move over League of Legends. Does anyone even care about Overwatch anymore? So this is how the article was written. This is like their opening line. Jesus. Uh, exceptional, right? But the future of esports is spreadsheets and Microsoft Excel. <gasps> I heard about this, dude. It's not a joke. I Let me introduce this. you and our listeners to the Financial Modeling World Cup. Great name. First of all, fantastic name recently took place. The FMWC big, we're big FMWC people right here. Consists of 128 participants from each region of the world, Africa, Asia, Pacific, Europe, North America, and South slash Latin America. The qualification round began on November 13th and moved to various stages in December. The FMWC takes place every year. I mean, duh. 
like been been honest since day one obviously sexiest nerd's been crunching numbers for time (laughs) pits the world's top financial modelers against each other there's even a ranking system i mean hell yeah elo and everything number one in the world diamond early of early days consulting i'm a big i got his jersey dog and by jersey i mean i wear the same suit and tie as he does right i wear (laughs) it I also have a Ralph Lauren 15 and a half neck, 38 inch length arm. Hell yeah, exactly. Now this guy's got 11,700 points on the leaderboard, just above second place. Think Matrix's employee, Anoop Agarwal. Naturally, the leaderboard is formatted as a spreadsheet. I mean, how else is it going to be formatted, right? What the fuck do these guys actually do, though? Is it like create oh. this Excel function? Like, allow me. Each round consists of case studies, which are provided to the contestants at the time of the event. According to the FMWC rules, each case study consists of a problem that is between one and five pages long with a list of questions that the consultants need to solve. To move up in the game, each contestant needs to fully answer the questions as well as produce and submit financial models in a spreadsheet. This is the real X's and O's right here. Yeah, this is, I mean, this it's is like cloud gritty. coverage in an A gap blitz. Like we're we're talking fucking <laughs> cell functions and FNX equals MX plus B. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm uh, really into that stuff. There's gotta be, you know what we should start is a is an Excel spreadsheet championship podcast. <laughs> Getting into the nitty gritty. Like Jesus or Christ, or oh no 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 I got it. We gotta bring like First, take Stephen A. Smith style talk to the Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> Excel <world>. spreadsheets. <laughs> I don't want to hear that about Agarwal. Agarwal's trash. I'm an early days consulting guy. <laughs> we could really do it, I think. Did you see the self formatting in 8X? Listen, listen. It's so weak. Weak. There's a new cat on the block. His name, Adnan Ferdinand. That's right. He got out of sports. He's into Excel now. Could you imagine? Like, could you imagine? Like, this takes off to be really big, and it fucking might. There's too many people will. on Earth. Not will. Okay. And like, it, here's the thing, bro. There's regular dudes that do Excel, right, for their work. So you'd probably laugh sure. at that shit and watch it. And then there's people who are like actually into like, I like making spreadsheets and stuff. And okay. then you have people outside that. These I, motherfuckers. I watched it on YouTube. And Seriously, it was. It was. It's up on YouTube. You can watch the entire thing. It's a, The finals were a three-hour-long stream. It has commentators little in, like, little Microsoft Teams boxes up in the sides, literally commentating, being like, oh, and I see he's trying to solve the problem by moving into the cell. Oh, he's going to add up the cells there. He looks like he's employing a different – they literally commentate. It's it's a sport, dog. It's It's a real thing. <sighs> So while we're sitting around lying about knowing Excel on our fucking resumes, these dudes are mastering it Think to about this, this level. This is just an example of that like shift in, in culture, like where we get older and realize it. Bro, you remember sitting down with your dad or like other people and they'd be like, is golf a sport? And then that discussion would go on. Is Excel a sport? Is Excel a sport? You know, like and we're going to be like, fuck no, it's not a sport. There's going to be some nerdy ass kid that's like, um, actually, it um, definitely is. Well, shit, I mean, shit, they've been doing what, like math, the, the math leads and the math Olympics and shit for years, right? That's what I'm like, saying, like, where do you draw the line? Where do you, where do you draw the cell, huh? The, <laughs> what are your parameters? <laughs> <laughs> now, the championship actually took place a little, a little while ago. So the final pitted two people together. Uh, the Australia's Andrew 
Goat Guy. Go- I'm N-goat saying his name is N-G-A-I. That's, his his last name is name. definitely not Goat Guy. But it, <laughs> no, no, his nickname is the Goat. With an oh, N in front of it. Oh my the god. They even goat. have a fucking goat in the goddamn Excel world. He he went up against Michael Jarman, disappointed <laughs> and obviously Michael Jarman. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Guy won the finals, disappointing uh Michael Jarman's Jarmy army, who were <laughs> backing him the He's a six six beat champion, you know. I'm not kidding you. There was a chat. All right, there's a chat in the YouTube stream of it. And I mean, inactive doesn't adequately describe the chat that was going on in the finals of the XL tournament because there was only two comments on loop, basically. And one of them was Jarmy Army, and the other one was just buy Bitcoin. And that was the whole chat. This sounds like this sounds like a thing like 4chan would get a hold of and then like would bomb the fucking whole like stream. I'm really not, I, I'm surprised I do they not didn't. advocate one way or the other, but maybe they're big. Maybe they're big excellers there, you know? So the final, cause you got to understand, like at first I was fucking around with it being like, so what is it like format a table to like add up cells? Right? Mm-hmm. No, they like play games. Dude, they like format games. It's like the way the like instructions Excuse are set up. Excuse me? I'm not kidding you. The final pitted Jarman and guy, I'm saying his name wrong. I know. Don't I'm worry. It's the goat guy. Pitted them to the go. The goat, goat guy and Michael Jordan. That's goat all guy we need and to Michael know. Jordan. <laughs> the final is goat guy and Michael Jordan <laughs> in Excel. All right. So it would the final. They describe it in the article as a heroes of might and magic style competition where one fictional nation sends soldiers, knights, and archers to conquer the other. In Excel. In, yes, in Excel. Again, just for our listeners, <laughs> we're talking about Microsoft Fuck, Excel. A clearly disappointed German was unable to find a flaw in his model, and that by the final gun, Guy was able to overwhelm him by the score of 734 to 280 out of a total of 1,000 points available for either side. I mean, are we amped up for this? Yo, Michael Jordan got slapped. He did. Sorry, Jarmy's army. Are we a couple of Jarmy army boroughs right here? I like, guess we, so, bro. Like, about uh, it? yo, I feel for you, man. Go guy, got you. Yeah, goat guy. Goat guy. Are you a go- team goat guy? Team goat More Jeremy Army. So you're telling me that if I got even decent at Microsoft Excel, I could like be making, if the grand prize was $10,000, like you can do yeah, this from fam, your laptop. Fam, like getting good at Excel is like. How hard could it possibly be? I mean, I can make some nice spreadsheets, all right? Like I, I took some classes in You're in a high fucking school. liar. You, whatever serious. you learned in high school, you don't remember. I don't. I don't at all. I tried to use it, actually, but I, I know a little bit. I still know how to that's fuse like, cells. Dude, that's like me saying that I can make a dope PowerPoint presentation because I took ninth grade ComTech, in which case I could in 10th grade. But listen, bro. Listen, 15 bro. years later. No. We were in college, and I was, like, slacking from doing my work and not actually doing the things I was paying money to go study. <laughs> I made myself a beautiful spreadsheet in Excel for finding all the bugs in Animal Crossing, okay? So get on my level, dog. And the did, seasons and everything. I did. I fucking did. <laughs> I don't know why you bothered to make it because was didn't somebody already do that online or were you just being redundant? After, probably. I just <laughs> no, it was own. you. It was you. You made it. The first I'm Animal actually Crossing Michael Club. Jargon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you looked familiar. Or Jargon, I mean, whatever the fuck his name is. You got, you got, I got I'm going to post this this week on our social media for people. Since you know, we do still have social media, even though as as well, it's taken two weeks off. I also just forgot that we have a Twitter account, but I'll post this. I'll post the link to this because I mean, if anybody out there is looking for something to mellow themselves into a night of sleep, I I I mean, 
I don't know what else to give you besides an Excel championship because how the commentators talk and the commentating wasn't bad. It was actually pretty solid. Like, and one of the you commentators was like a Microsoft kind of thing. Dude, seriously. He was like Microsoft exec. He was like a VP of Excel or something was oh, Microsoft. Turbo was nerd was loving it. Yeah, I know. Right. Like twisting his nips. Like, oh. they, they actually, how they managed to talk for two and a half hours blows my mind. Like you and I, Get to an hour of this show and we're like, I think all right, I'm done. Else. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out now. <laughs> two and a half hours of Excel, fucking nothing for these guys. It's like, oh, it's gonna format my hard drive. <laughs> it's crazy. That Check is it crazy. Out. We're gonna we're gonna expand. We're gonna be the, uh, uh, the sort of the injection of fandom. All of our listeners are gonna be going to Excel. You know, everyone's getting into Formula One right now. Like, we're gonna be the catalyst. For Excel. Yo, I've noticed that too, bro. A lot of people that I, I never heard talk about Formula One are getting one into reason. Formula One now. One reason. Social only media. one reason. No, only one reason. And because every person I've talked to who's suddenly into it has said the same thing to me. It's that Netflix show they made. Oh, Fucking I didn't know drive, that. drive to Survive or whatever it is. The Formula I didn't one. see that. It's no. like Hard Knocks, but for F1. And they, they're like four seasons Oh, in. that's badass, Super in-depth. Everyone who's watched it is like, I'm an F1 fan now. Like, I'm into it. And then that's like kind of cool. It's true. Okay. It's like kind of like they they found like a pretty dope way to like sort of expand their fan base because I think people are you know race car driving isn't as popular as it used to be. It seems so. Unless you're in the south and it's well, cars F1 are going it's in way fucking cooler than NASCAR. Like NASCAR yeah. is a circle, and like you know people get so mad at that, but it really is from an it outside. Is. Fan, I genuinely like, don't understand. F one's way cooler with the course setups and shit. Like the Indian Toronto not just and circles. Stuff. Like it's about the pit stops and the changes and the tuning of your flaps to make you go one mile per hour fast. Guess what? F one has that as well. Yes, and it has a, an actual course. Yeah, it's a crazy fucking course. I watched an F one race with my buddy Dave in Toronto when I was in, in town the week mm-hmm. when I saw you for your birthday and all that shit. And we were literally watching it and he was like explaining shit to me. And I was like, I actually see why this is fun. And then like the same turn on this like race they were in, these dudes just kept hopping the fucking curb and going over and getting time penalties. Mm-hmm. And we were like, this is going to fuck up the race. Like at some point, this is going to fuck up the race. And then something at the end happened, I guess. And that's exactly some dude like hopped it and got a time penalty and like lost the race or something. I don't know. See, I'm still obviously amateur. At yeah, whatever. <laughs> Seems to be big. F1, Excel spreadsheets. I mean, League of Legends, I don't know. What the fuck else are you going to get into? Yeah, fuck watches. Yeah. I'm a watch head? Are you a gear head? Uh, not really. A little <laughs> bit. I got I got a couple. I like them, but yeah. One day. Yo, check this out. I'm going to read you this article. I, I cut out a couple paragraphs to keep it a bit shorter, but like, okay. well, I don't right. want to preface this one. I just want to read it because I read it out loud to Haley and we were just dying. All right. Setting a high bar here, my friend. Blackfoot, Idaho. Okay. 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 Sheriff of Bingham County is facing felony charges after investigators say he pulled a gun on a group of girls, dragged their youth group leader out of her car by her hair, and threatened to shoot her while holding a gun to her head. The Idaho Attorney General's Office on Tuesday charged Sheriff Craig (laughs) Rowland with aggravated battery, aggravated assault, and exhibition of a deadly weapon. Now, according to a probable cause affidavit, seven girls aged 12 to 16 delivering paper quote thankful turkeys to people around the neighborhood as part of the uh, part of the youth group activity so these are remember when we were kids and you'd like draw the outprint of your hand and you cut them out and make a turkey yes. with like the wings they're those that say thank you on the front of them that's what they made okay well it sounds like the kind of thing that someone should shoot you in the fucking head over a gun put to your side of your skull and say what the fuck are you doing on my property Whoa. now Whoa. the girls deliver the thank you uh, turkey notes by taping them to a recipient's door 
Now, this is where they get into trouble, though. They ring the doorbell, and then they run away before the person inside could see who left the note. So, Roland, the sheriff, told investigators that at about 8 p.m., his Yorkie began to bark, so he went outside and saw two people running away from his house. According to the affidavit, the girls returned to their youth leader's car giggling and told her that they had tried to leave the turkey but had nearly been caught by Craig Roland himself, so they had been unable to deliver it. The group delivered another thankful turkey to the house nearby and then returned to the sheriff's home to try again. Roland told police that after a few minutes, he had seen people running away from his house. His ring doorbell, sponsorship right there, activated, (laughs) and he heard his front door rattle. The sheriff said he got his gun and stepped outside. Woman supervising the youth group told investigators that the girls returned to her car after leaving the turkey. And as she was driving past the sheriff's home, when she saw Roland standing in the road, waving her down. The youth group leader stopped and opened her car door, illuminating the inside of the car where seven girls were sitting and told Roland that they had just been dropping something off for his wife. Roland looked into the car, pointed his gun at her, then pointed at the two girls sitting in the front passenger seat. The sheriff aimed the gun back at her and then told her, get the fuck out of the car. As she moved to put the vehicle in park, Roland <laughs> grabbed her by her hair, yanked her from the car, Whoa. aimed his gun at her face, holding it just inches from her forehead. Multiple girls inside the car reported hearing the sheriff ask the woman who she was and says, I will fucking shoot you. Bro, it gets better. <laughs> better? <laughs> She's his neighbor. <laughs> She's his fucking neighbor, bro. She grew up in the house next to this guy and considered him a family friend. She told Roland her name and that she was his neighbor and added that the words did not seem to register with him. That's when I really got scared because the gun was still at my head and he didn't know who I was. She had told the, told the courts. This guy Roland's was just like, like, you know, fucking red mist rage, eh? Like, oh, oh, yeah. You'll see why in a moment. Now, oh. he also told police he didn't recognize the woman, but sorry, he told her after that he did not recognize the woman, but that she was terrified and that he ultimately told her to get the fuck out of here. So timelines here. Rolled up, saw a bunch of girls giggling in a car, 16 years old, with yeah. thankful youth turkeys, put a gun to their skull and pulled them out by her hair and said, I'll fucking kill you. I'll shoot you. I'll fucking shoot you, bitch. This is a sheriff, bro. He's a fucking sheriff of like a, like a town. He's a decision maker in the world, This is the, the head world, right? guy, bro. This is the dude. <laughs> nobody above him. And, bro, they're all white girls. What happens if they were fucking Indian? Because guess what? This is what he Uh-oh. follows it up with. Sheriff admitted to investigators that he pulled the woman out of the car by her hair and pointed a gun at her, demonstrated it, aiming at her head or neck. So he, he, he acknowledged everything. Kill, yeah, kill shot anything. range, yeah. Absolutely. Said he had one alcoholic drink earlier in the evening, but he was not drunk or impaired. I had all of my facilities with me. I was clear as a freaking bell. Now, this is where you need to get a Oops. lawyer, dude, and not tell them that you're yeah, clear I was as a say, bell. I don't think you want to be. Pulling her out by her fucking hair. Lawyer already like, oh, no. It gets better. So this is what he follows it up with. I've been doing this job for 36 years. I've had drunk Indians drive down my cul-de-sac. I've had drunk oh. Indians come up to my door. I live just off the reservation. We have a lot of reservation people around us who are not good people. Oh, no, baby. What are you doing? So you blame pulling a gun out on a youth group leader and 16-year-old blonde white girls with the fact that Indians live around the corner and they might be causing some trouble. Then you put a gun to her head and say, I'll fucking shoot you. After says, dude, Roland, I'm your neighbor. It's it's Therese. (laughs) Don't shoot. I mean. The response is, it might have been the Indians next door. Like, By the way, I'm the sheriff I, I, of the I, city. I'm trying to pro- I'm trying to process this. Like, what is it? What is it about like putting a pistol in your hand that it just like turns someone's brain into like 
fucking John Wick mode. Like you're just ready I to go. I'm superhero like, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm gonna fucking get. Them. Like what were you gonna do? There's the drunk people drive up my street sometimes. Like so, what you were gonna murder them? Like, like, yo, it's a lot different if, if they stop and you open the car door and it's a bunch of people with guns who are like, yeah, that's right. I knocked on your motherfucking door, bitch. What are you going to do about it? No, it's a bunch of little girls with turkeys being like, like screaming, like, oh, my God. Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. And they weren't screaming until you fucking put a gun to her head and pulled her out yeah. by her hair. Yeah, I might, uh, I might change the mood. That girl feeds me the body of Christ every week at youth group. What are you doing? Uh, I bet he'll be, I bet he'll be severely reprimanded. I know, right? He's going to get, right. you know, three months out of the rest. I mean, I've been doing, I've been doing, look, any job, any job, anywhere, you do it for a long time. You you become like a sage and wise veteran of the field, right? Like, oh, you, I, I ask Bill everything because he knows everything about my, he knows everything about Microsoft Excel, you know? I hear he actually competes in like Excel tournaments. He knows that much. But this, these guys what is it about certain police that it's like the longer you do the job, you get shittier at it? You get jaded, I, probably. I've been doing this job for 36 years, and you've reached the point where you're incapable of recognizing a car full of schoolgirls as being not a threat worth threatening with an armed, loaded and, and armed and ready to go pistol. <sighs> Expertise. Oh, you're talking about the fucking sheriff, bro. The sheriff. This isn't just an officer. This is yeah. like the head on show. They like come out with a cowboy hat on and be like, I'll fucking shoot you. Like, Actually, I took this part out of the article, but he came out in long johns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, like this guy's got real authority, but he looks like a psychotic homeless man. And the long worst johns part, too, is that like, like it's I, I shouldn't have cut this out as well, too. But he actually came outside and like you can see it because they use his ring doorbell shit as evidence, nice. obviously. Nice. Right. Yeah. You can see him come outside, check his door, find the turkey, and audibly read out loud, thank you? Like, and then go back and get his gun, bro. <laughs> tell, me, tell me he read it like that, like, uh, like shocked at the sentiment. <laughs> thank <laughs> you? <laughs> Who the fuck is thanking me? Like, <laughs> honey, get the Glock. Get the Glock. Someone's thanking me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Oh, fuck. Poor girls. Poor, Poor girls. fucking girls. Not a long article. Very, very short point here. I just think it's hilarious. I want to bring this up. Okay. Oddest book title of the year goes to is Superman circumcised? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I want that in my fucking, I want a stocking stuffer. Uh, is he? Yo, uh, well, it was a Jewish examination, I guess, of, of no, Superman, right? He wasn't born on Earth. No, he's, he's born, born on fucking Krypton. Krypton. Does he even have a peanut? Well, I guess probably. He's an anthropomorphic uh, dude. He's I was going to say. He's somehow from a planet that has the exact same biological makeup of humans, except they're like yeah. steel people. Yeah, no kidding. You might say everything, cock. human everything, but no dick. Yeah. Like, Superman Yo. gets down with Lois Lane, like, sorry. He's the new Johnny Sins. It's Clark Kent, <laughs> the man of steel. Man of steel. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody, I think we should have an HBO show where Superman, it is it's like a washed up old Superman who's like, like, He's a Ron he, Jeremy now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a pervert. He fucks all the time. Yeah. Superman fucking. Yeah, he's no, he's 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 got to be uncut. Oh, right? Yeah. That man is swinging an elephant trunk for sure. Or maybe Krypton's got some even crazier like uh baby dick rituals, you know? Like maybe they got some other I, shit to throw out. I to. can't I, I'm not putting those words out into the ethos. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm hold that one back. <laughs> Stay on the transcript. <laughs> uh, so anyway, just the top, uh, the just 
the the abstract, I guess, of this article. I'll right, read you right. Here. Okay. Study of the superheroes' Jewish influences beats off stiff competition to come first in this year's <laughs> Diagram Prize. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, Doc. Sponsored by Cum Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fucking hell, <laughs> dude! Oh man! Yeah, I just sc- I scroll past that. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a headline you really need to actually. That's clickbait worth clicking. Oh man! Wow, it's it's an interesting hypothesis, I guess. Is the Hulk circumcised? If the Hulk, when the Hulk turns green, it's like a circumcised himself. Yeah, but no, no but when the Hulk, because obviously, right? Like like Mark Ruffalo hulks out, and and becomes a big Hulk and green dude, but does his dick size up with the rest of his body? I'm going to say, yeah. So do you think the Hulk angry fucks? Like he can only angry fuck because like if, if he fucks normally, he's got his normal dick. I'm going to say, he's got to hate fuck in order to get like a big giant monster green cock. Right? Like, I'm going to say Mark Ruffalo keeps his normal Mark Ruffalo sized penis when he goes Hulk because it's never, you would see it animated in his shorts because like, there's no way that it's a big see, fucking bulge. Cause like me, bro, I put on some gray sweatpants and my girl be like, Oh, nice bulge <laughs> over there. And like, I'm a pretty average size dude. The Hulk had some tight ass shorts on that ripped off, bro. Yeah, they, I was, I was going to say, doesn't the Hulk wear, doesn't he get down to like some blue jean short shorts? Yeah, like, dude, he, that rip off of his legs. So you'd see yeah. his fire hydrant cock sticking out. Like it wouldn't, it, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't. Um, you know, these Marvel comics are really inaccurate. If the Hulk was able to size up, his cock should be showing through his shorts. Uh, I really want to read your fan fictions. You know that? <laughs> no, I'm good. Can you write me a few? Uh, all right. How's this? No one can match the resume of Homer Simpson. Just about any job you can think of, he's had. He's been a boxer and a clown. He's worked at the Quickie Mart as a cashier. He was even the baseball mascot and a head of sanitation. Homer has risked it all over the years to support his family for more than three decades. Between his work, clumsiness, and lifestyle, Homer has had countless injuries over the years. Just how many, though, might shock you. Classic clickbait title right there. Mm -hmm. A new study says that the Simpsons patriarch, over the course of the show, would have accrued about $143 million in medical bills. Jesus fucking Christ. It's no surprise Homer's extensive brain injuries top the list, $1.5 million per incident. Paralysis <laughs> comes in second, $500,000. But those totals are a mere pittance compared to the overall medical bill Homer has accrued during the show's run as a result of his stunts, bad luck, and general accident-prone nature. I mean, he took... He took cannonballs to the gut, for Christ's sakes. Uh, he falls down a canyon twice in an episode. <laughs> which, I mean, I mean, how? It, let alone his medical bills. How many times has he suffered a fatal injury that should have killed him? Thank God for least. Mo Sislak getting him away out of that Dredder or Tatum fight, you know? <laughs> Saved his life. <laughs> Jesus, uh, the man. fan man. So what's the, what's the grand total again, sorry? They estimate the study estimated the total cost of injuries per episode would have been about $10 million with 706 episodes. The overall total rings up at the end at about $143 million. Holy fuck. Marge, you better get a job, which that math doesn't add up to me at all, but that's from the Mm. article. 
$10 million an episode, 706 episodes, $143 million. Yeah, that's yeah, 10 times that Isn't 10 times that like $7 billion zero? or something like that? Like, um, okay. Either way, it's a lot. Dog, $150 million on your fucking medical bills. Thank God. Thank God for fucking, you know, standalone sitcoms where every episode's different, anthology style. Because right. shit, if he had to continue that debt, good fucking Lord. Yeah, like so a season like six episodes of the first season, like he fucking dies, and they're like, oh, he probably just yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry, if we're being realistic, yeah, Homer just falls down and dies. <laughs> end of end of the Simpsons. Marge remarries fucking Ned Flanders next door. Yeah, but when they end the show, is that how they should end it? Like he finally like has like a coronary, like fucking gross. Just like it's like Maybe the end Bart of Roseanne. Chokes him. Maybe Bart chokes him in like a <sighs> Like a, like a Shakespearean fucking mm-hmm. strangled by his own son. Who he strangled 700 Whoa. times. Whoa. His hands I, finally I, get stronger. I mean. Like it, it, your writing chops are just they're always so good. <laughs> so good. Fuck. I got a copy of Othello on my bookshelf. You know, I'm cultured. Yeah. I'm cultured. I bought it for like $2 at the bookstore. It was used. I'm like, I'll take that. I'll fucking take that shit. I'll never read that. You Shakespeare fan? So your favorite Shakespeare? No, this is my favorite Shakespeare book. Okay. It's called Tender Wings of Desire, a Colonel Mm. Sanders novella. No, don't. You can't. (laughs) Don't tell me KFC's at it again. Hey, they were at it again a while ago. Let me be very clear. This is from 2017, but we we love KFC around here, so I had to find it, right? And I had to bring it up. I couldn't couldn't help myself. We love KFC, although I did order Popeyes a few days ago. We love KFC, but never actually financially support it. Exactly. You know, any modern-day fan these days. True love. True love. (laughs) They get it somewhere else Talking to you, listeners. You love us, but you're not financially supporting us, I guess. Oh, fuck. I hate people that actually pander like that unironically. But anyway. Anyway, so yeah, KFC published this uh, this book entitled Tender Wings of Desire, okay? Hmm. This was published as a promotional stunt for Mother's Day back in 2017. They're quoted as saying, Mother's Day is KFC's best-selling day of the year, which I'm actually kind of amazed by. Like, that's what you get your what? mom for Mother's whoa, Day is whoa, KFC? Whoa, whoa. Mother's Day? Mother's Day. Yeah, I don't know why they this wasn't a Valentine's Day I'm, thing. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Mother's Day... The women of the world get treated to something, and the men of the world have to fend for themselves. So they just go get a bucket. They don't know what they're doing. So they they're just like, get a "Honey, bucket. I made you a nice meal. Like I took care. I got to send you off to the spa. You got a whole thing set up here, and I am just going to grab a fucking bucket and go home. And you have yourself a nice day. It's the only thing I can imagine. Because otherwise, you're right. Who's buying all these mothers? <sighs> Happy Mother's Day, Ma. Here's twelve piece. Like, hey man, apparently it's like the thing to do in China on on Christmas. Really? Yeah. KFC is huge. Or is it Japan? It's either China or Japan. One of the two countries. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's like what oh, they do. Confusing the two of them, are you? Oh, I know, oh, right? I'm a oh, racist. Oh, I'm a racist. Completely there goes different our, countries. Oh, we're never going to crack those markets now. Thanks, man. Nah. But okay. So <laughs> what right. is the premise? You got to give me the premise of this. So I don't want to spoil too much, but here's the uh, main. Spoil away. I want to know it all. Well, here's the main plot point. Okay. Okay. So Colonel Sanders marries this woman. But she doesn't realize that Colonel Sanders has money. He keeps that shit hidden. She thinks he's just a simple sailor. Okay. She doesn't know he's caked with that KFC franchise dollars. Cause he's 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 the colonel in this shit. Like he's got them chicken restaurants. All right. Right. 
So now it leads to a love plot arc that would make any Walmart, you know, priced book to sell fucking subsection over there. They, you'd yep. cream if you were a romance novella person. He says to her, he says, I would burn everything to the ground if it meant that you would still love me as much as you did when you thought I was a simple sailor. So the story, the story Ooh, is a journey I of mean- love and discovering that he has cash, where she is conflicted with the fact that he has money. What fucking woman finds out that you're a fucking multimillionaire franchise owner and is like, oh boy, I, can't be with I don't you. think I could do that. I thought you were, fuck that shit. It'd be the other way around. I, like, can only love, like, I can only love a poor chicken man. Not a rich chicken man. Not Harlan Sanders himself. Harlan Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is ironic because actual Colonel Sanders was like, got like fucked over by the people he sold the company and his likeness to. And then they like turned it into a shitty fast food, greasy chain that he hated. Yeah. He hated it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he like, didn't make anywhere near the kind of money he could have. And he had to like stay always like that. Same with the McDonald's guys. Right. They fucking sold out for like a milli or something like that. Then got squeezed out. Yeah. And then the Sanders sold the shit in like 1968. Like when they were like still nothing like for like pennies. And then years later, they're like, still, use, he's dead and they still use his face. And they're like, eat shit, old man. We made all the money. <laughs> 11 <laughs> herbs and spices. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, so does Colonel. he, does he find love in the end? You got to know. Oh, you know, he ends up smashing that shit, dog. Um, they were already in love when she thought he was a simple sailor. So finger saying, licking good. They, yeah, you know what yeah. the Colonel does. <laughs> <laughs> you want drumsticks or thigh, baby? So I want the breasts, you know. I got to put that's a stocking stuffer. I want two things <laughs> for my family, even though this will air on Christmas Eve. Uh, I want two books. I want is Superman circumcised and I want uh, <laughs> tender wings of love. Desire. Desire. Fuck. <laughs> what, a, what a two, like what a great combo of books to get back to back tender wings of desire and is superman circumcised uh look all i'm saying all i'm saying all, all i'm saying buddy next year next year for your birthday get ready get ready oh, in a room hell. full of your friends be prepared to be so embarrassed when I'm like, check it out. I got you this. And you're like, Oh God, why did this year? He gets me a nice, you know, a nice book about race relations in the NFL and you know, things I'm actually interested in next year is Superman circumcised. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want you to file a full report. Also two things I'm interested in. Mm. Uh, Superman's dick and Kentucky fried chicken. I mean, I just talked about circumcision, but yes, you know, I like that crispy skin, bro. Which one am I talking about? You don't know. I want, Hmm. I think, I think we should write, I think we should write a fan fiction romance novel about the incredible Hulk and his struggles with his giant green cock because I guarantee you someone has that's been written. I guarantee you, bro. You know, does it explore, but does it explore the complicated romance aspects of like how hard it would be to have a functioning sex life with a dick that big? Like, I bet you. I like bet he's you. a freak who girls will like be like, I gotta, I gotta take a ride on this pony. But then other then after that, it's like, okay, like seriously, like this is a fucking tree trunk. Like, no, what seriously, am I how do you fuck this? a fire hydrant? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can't get on top of that. Like it's a novelty act, so then he can never find real true love because of his like gi- gigantic green schlong. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo's like, yo, do you like uh you like Futurama? And just turns to the whole jet by snow snow. 
he'd have to have a very, very peaceful, calm thing going. Cause like any sort of hate fucking, like like <laughs> post fight makeup sex, just like no, 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 fucking no, heavyweight no. champ of the world. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Veins I gotta read that book. I really gotta read that book. Or write that book. I, hate, I don't know. I hate that I want to Google it and be like, Does I want to read exist? it. I want to read it. And then I want to, if not, I want to write it. I got one last thing for you here. Lead us out. I, I don't, I, I honest to God, don't know how to approach this. So I think a few episodes, a couple episodes ago, we talked about the, uh, the, the only fans burp guy. Yep. All right. Well, I got a, I got another <laughs> legend. Side, I got another side hustle in the world. That uh, you can listen to. Are you a 90 Day Fiance fan? You ever watch that? My girl loves it. Absolutely yeah. loves it. So I watch okay, it. Okay, ask her if she knows. Is she in the room? Is she across the room? Ask her if she knows of a woman named Stephanie Maddow. Yo, bro. I know who she is. Okay. You got to so, understand that this girl. Okay, now you t- you go first you, and I'll give you the backstory. Oh, do you have? Okay. All right. This I'll is a girl all the who, details. She's on t- she was on TikTok these past couple of weeks. She she detailed for her followers a new side hustle that she's been running. Oh, what's she doing? She is selling her farts in jars. Dog, I told you I should have got on this business. Like I told you. You're I too- fucking farted in a jar. I was like, yo, does it work? And then we fucking opened it, smelled it, and laughed. Didn't we, like, oh my God, it did. Didn't we read the study the one time about these guys? You're like guys at Yale who were like freezing <laughs> yeah, their farts like, and stuff? Does it work? And it actually does. Yeah. But I've done it myself too. So, so this girl, this girl doesn't fuck around. It. That's what I mean. She, she read that study, those Yale guys, and was like, hmm. So that creepy yo, joke, I- that fucking weird dudes on the internet when they talk about famous women, you know, they're like, I would like. I would like bathe in her used bath water. Like, and then there are girls who sell their used bath water because they're like, I don't think these guys are joking. Del Delphine made a lot of money from it. Like, That's a thing, dog. Like, yeah. like people are fucking pathetic. I, so I buy a jar of your in a fart. Jar? God, I buy a jar of your farts. Like, oh, really? A thousand dollars. Okay. I yeah. Crawl, I crawl through a mile of smashed glass just to smell thousands, your fart in a jar. Thousands of fucking dollars for these she claims to have made forty five thousand dollars in a week how do you how do you do your taxes on that <laughs> like yeah the irs is listening stephanie the irs is listening stephanie <laughs> is that a business like did she write the jars off as a business expense <laughs> no she probably does for the food though yeah. Okay. Apparently on her TikTok, she would she was detailing like how she cooks up special farts. Like yeah, her, people want to know. Oh yeah, like dude. the food she eats and like, uh, I mean, uh, apocalypse now, my friend. I, I I'm 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 team. I'm on climate change's side. I think. Just take us out. Yeah. Apocalypse. <laughs> ap- apocalypse. Not apocalypse now. Apocalypse. Serenity now. now. Serenity now. Apocalypse, <laughs> apocalypse now. Selling her oh farts. Now give me the backstory if you got the 90 day fiance. Yeah, story. I'll, I'll know. make it super brief. So sure. the first season, she's been on multiple seasons, right? And the first season she came on, she was like very like very anti-sexual. Like she was talking about how she was abstinent and like wasn't into that shit. But she was still like dolled up like yo like you yeah, know i've I mean? seen the pictures of her like she's she looks like an influencer like exactly right so i i got no issue with that um well it came out online because hey like my girl's like into the fucking online culture but too digging into it she used to be like a former sex worker so like oh. she's gone on tv and been like i'm not 
I'm not a sexual person. I'm not blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, like, yo, y'all can do your own thing. Like, I'm not going to judge you if you change your lifestyle either. That's fine. No worries. Do your thing. All right. But she claim all this absent stuff. And like, they make her do this like boob mold. And she's like really uncomfortable by it and shit like that. But like, that's beside the point. So she's all this anti-sex thing. Well, the new season she's on, it's like a fucking 180, bro. Every uh, single word out of her mouth is like, ah, sex, I need to get fucked. Like, I, I just look at, oh, dude, it's ridiculous. Wait till it's she comes so- back again and she's like, I'm selling this fart. Yeah, like, I want to know if that makes it to the episodes. Like, I want to see if she's farting in jars. Like, I mean, yeah. Obviously, the mason jars work best, right? Because they kind of got those quick screw on top. You have like a seal and everything. Yeah. Yeah. They can be tightened. Glass. Do you think you know. she puts like little bows on them and stuff and like writes them? She note? puts something into them. Yeah. I saw a oh, photo like a of a little it. sage, you know? Yeah. I saw that oh. you posted it in there and I like, I had come across the article online. So it's, it's just. I always get hung up on. I know there are a lot of ways that people make money in the world. Like, and I, and I know, and, and I, look, I don't begrudge people who do these things like set like girls who sell like feet photos. I'm like, oh, you tell me do you, girl. some motherfucker sends me like a thousand dollars to send pictures of my feet and like pays for the pedicure tour. Like I'll do it. I would I'm do st- it right now. I'm stepping like, in mac and cheese for you. Like yeah, whatever you I'll need. Do, what do you, what do you want? You want, want me to smush tomatoes between my toes? You got it, baby. Like, <laughs> yeah, send that check. <laughs> it's not the people who are selling that boggle my noodle it's the people on the other end of the transaction like you work for your money you send a girl that like a thousand dollars and she mails you at what is objectively an empty jar (laughs) and then what there's just like an irresistible moment of untwist like because you know with the mason jar you gotta you gotta twist the thing off but then the seal's still on top oh god that moment so of like, twi- oh, yeah, oh, just oh, like oh, the peeling oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> like worth a thousand dollars. Hey I man, I, I guess the fucking fetish game is not cheap, bro. You need to get that like, you know, personalized. Specialty, yeah, specialty acts. Specialty acts got to pay more, right? Mm-hmm. You're not just on the free section of Pornhub. You know, you got to go now, you spend some dollars. Do you think this story coming out will cause more people to try to corner her market? Like, like, is, is there going to be like an oversaturation of the jarred fart market now that she's... <laughs> I think this shit's been going on. And just like fucking podcasting, it's, you know, there's lots of people out there farting in jars trying to make some money. But, you know, one oh. famous person comes along and farts in a jar. It's a whole different thing. So now it's going to like start the fart, the jar fart boom. Like, yeah. And if you're already a jar fighter, you're, you know, your, your business is going to get a lot tighter. Right. Now she's going to be like, oh man, they're driving down the price. How do you rely on that? Like you start living up to your jar fart, you know, income bracket. Think about that. You feel bad. Yo, you're, you have to undercut the price of another jar farter to try to make a living. <laughs> Some girl out there should be like, I'll sell them for a hundred. <laughs> and I write handwritten notes when I send mine. They're really I'll add you on Snapchat and I'll, yeah, like, I will know. personally fart into the camera at you and call you a little bitch or whatever you want. <laughs> uh, you little <laughs> short bitch. <laughs> Do you like that, by the way? I fucking died, dude. I fucking died, man. For the record, like- Matt, for our listeners, Matt paid me a thousand dollars after we talked about the burping OnlyFans guy, and I personally sent him a, uh, a specialty burp video in which I, of course, of course, of course. Made sure to call him a short little bitch. I immediately Hulk transformed. 
like immediately yeah. call just cock raging, you know, just uh, big grand schlongs out for the fart videos. That we are. This is the lowest brand. common denominator, <laughs> the lowest brand show we've ever done, Doug. <laughs> we finished so strong. Disappointed with myself. How did you get? What? How did you guys end after two weeks off? Well, we ended up talking about the whole dick and uh, people farting at each other. And I didn't even get to and... my horse molester story. Okay, like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess that means that you'll just have to come back for episode 62. It's even episode 61 of the Fuck It A podcast. My name is apparently Only Dan. Mm-hmm. Only Dan's is my new website that's launching soon. Only uh, Dan's, yeah. My co-host here is Matt. Good to have you back, my friend. Good. Oh, I'm glad you survived the tornadoes. Thank and, you. Uh, and, and made it home safely. To I don't think I'm going to survive the Sean Payton movie, but that's a talk for another day. I mean, why can't the National Football League make a movie that doesn't suck ass and why can't writers not make terrible headlines like kevin james is unrecognizable as sean payton when it's very obviously (laughs) fucking kevin james (laughs) (laughs) whoa totally lost him in the character there even though he's pretty much like his character from fucking king of queens pretending to be a football coach oh god Sorry, continue with the sign off. I just I, oh, I, I can't. No, I I that's a rant of its own for me. That like they they protect their intellectual property in the NFL to the point where like you could never make like a gritty NFL movie about the dark side of football because they wouldn't let you. You have to make a Disney film about Kurt Warner throwing cereal boxes down the aisles. No, they tried with concussion, and then Will Will Smith did it, and then they're like, "All right, listen, Will, you're gonna come out with a memoir <laughs> detailing about how your life falls apart. <laughs> Nobody else is making any more concussion movies. All right." <laughs> fucking brutal brutal please don't please don't watch adam sandler's latest attempt at a money grab which is all that fucking kevin james movie is basically um that's this whole shtick right like he adam sandler makes sports related movies and then casts all of his own friends under his production company yeah, rob schneider plays greg williams <laughs> I, I i dare i ask if that's a joke i don't think it is i saw someone write that and i don't think it's a joke <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to ask, and I don't want to know. This has been episode 61. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being patient with us through the holidays. We're probably taking another week off for Christmas since I will not be around next week. Sorry to inform you. Understandable. Unfortunately. You coming back to the city? Am I coming back to the city? For, for a day. Okay. I want to have Quick time family to see you, trip. but still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of those everybody's got their own business going on, so. Also, I got some days off. I kind of like to enjoy them, so it's enjoy. important information for our listeners, but. Enjoy. We'll be back the week after and into the new year, into another year of podcasting, quality podcasting, quality, high quality, Matt. We're not talking Only. about things going down dick holes anymore, but we are talking about dick related Hulk things, I guess. So Or farts and jars and farts horse and jars. molesters. So don't worry about it. it it's should, the same. I, I think we're we not should, going far. We should, do a, we should do a song like a trap beat. Farts we should talk about this. Jaws. We should talk about this jaws. off camera. Farts and jars. Farts and jars. Email the podcast if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you're just flat out sick of what you're hearing, F-N-E-H podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast. F-U-C-K-I-N-E-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I have one my spelling B. Thank you for listening. Matt, thank you for being here. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the show. Come back next time. 
I don't know what we'll have in store. Apparently, Matt has something about a horse. <laughs> Parting words? Parting wisdom? Um, yeah, when you get booming tornado messages, listen to them. You know, you're not, you're not greater than a storm. Don't, yeah, that's about it. Fucking no. A, greater than the storm. <laughs> Sounds like some deep, annoying shit that some guy puts on his Twitter bio. All right, folks. Throw up the deuce. In the bubble goose. Adios, motherfucker. Bye. 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 Now I'm going to FedEx you this jar of my cart. Meaning, do you think she stands around? Like, please is it from her house. Looking out for black and white dark days in the summer. Time